0: perfect home, sweet home.
2: I was about to say slurp, 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 slurp. I literally said, are you ready to record? And you start taking a big gulp out of your water.
3: (laughs) Out of my like, it's it's like a tank of water.
2: Big gulps, eh?
3: I bought a case of it because I'm like locked in a hotel room for a week and nothing's open in this hotel.
2: (laughs) Well, why don't you tell us what you're doing? Because I just said to you before we started recording um, wow, I had no idea you had such a tall order on you this week. You're like nurse Dorsch.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like nurse and chauffeur Dorsch. Yeah. So um I mean, look, it's no surprise at 45 years old. Your parents are starting to get old. And
0: yeah.
1: my parents
3: are starting to get old. And um, so my mom um uh, probably 2 months ago at this point like ended up in the hospital she had pneumonia and didn't Gosh. know it and the the crazy thing was is when i was home for christmas i could hear her wheezing and i have i've had asthma since i was a kid and i was like mom you sound like you have asthma like this is crazy i've never heard you breathe like this and i made her try my inhalers and, and which is like a weird thing to do it's a weird sensation if you've not sure. done it before it's like a burst of air getting shot into your mouth that you're supposed to like breathe in real quick. And so it was weird for her. And anyway, she ends up in the hospital, which obviously was a bit freaky because, you know, of COVID and all that.
2: And, well, I um, was going to say, it sounds like it could like with COVID it, going around. Did thankfully she have it wasn't.
3: No, she had, um, she had pneumonia, mm-hmm. didn't know it. She'd had it since I was home for Christmas. And, um, yeah. and so her blood, she had gone in just for like a normal checkup and, and, they noticed that her blood oxygen was really low, which is weird because normally a symptom of that is like, you would have like blue lips. So your hands would be really cold and she didn't have any of those physical symptoms. And so they sent her, they needed to like do a pulmonary test. And the only place they could get her in really quickly was the emergency room. So she went to the emergency room to do it. And they were like, ma'am, you have pneumonia. So they admitted her and thankfully it was not related to COVID, but it was still really scary to have her in the hospital for a few nights And, um, because of it, she's now has to be on oxygen tank. We, they found out she actually has COPD, which is like a degenerative, like lung thing. And so, I mean, she doesn't have to be on it 24 hours a day, but it keeps her blood oxygen levels. Like you want it to be in like the 95% range. She's got this little thing you put on your finger. Um, and I keep checking mine. I have like 98%.
2: Those are called pulse Um, oximeters, I believe. Oh, look at I, you! The nurse. Well, the reason you're I the know, nurse
3: is the nurse here.
2: The only reason I know that is because when I had COVID, they suggest you get one of those to monitor your oxygen levels, and if they drop to a certain place, you know, I think it was if they drop below ninety, I want to say, uh, you need to go to the hospital.
3: Right. Okay. Well, good to know. Um, go. I've been checking mine, and I've got good blood oxygen and a nice pulse. Great. But um, <laughs> but because of that, so now the reason why I'm in Charlottesville is my, um, father had back surgery. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm here sort of as moral support for my mom and as her chauffeur to like get her back and forth, you know, it's like, I mean, I didn't know how challenging it would be because it's also, um, you know, we have to time everything out. You know, they also oh, right. have um, with
2: her oxygen tank.
3: Yeah. She, her, her tank only lasts for like roughly five to six hours, depending on like how hard she has it pumping. So, um, yeah. So I've been here. He had surgery on Monday and it went really great. They, they, had, they had said that he would have to be in the hospital to recover for five to six days minimum.
2: Okay. And
3: they're, they're actually letting him go home tomorrow is what they great. said today. Um, they said it's likely that he'll go home tomorrow. So great. Um, yeah. So, but it it has been challenging because I'm like in a hotel room with my mom and my two dogs. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So it's just been a lot to juggle and the hospital just has rules that like you can only have one guest in the building at a time. So we can't go over there together, which I guess is good because it means that someone's always in the room with the dogs and they're not like barking and annoying everybody in the building. So.
2: Right. Well, I think it was so great that you were able to go. It is so interesting as people age. I remember I've been watching my parents go through this over the last, you know, decade, but it almost is like it resorts back to being a child in some ways. And then, like, so it's so interesting when you're taking care of your parents in that capacity, you know, like such a full circle thing how life works.
3: Yeah. Like, I mean, my mom was like, she forgets to turn on her cell phone. Right. I'm like, mom you have to keep an eye on the time like i mean thankfully she um is in a hospital you know like yeah. so if if something were to like happen in terms of her oxygen she's in the best place possible of course right um, but uh yeah so i'm not really that worried but yeah it's just like parents are getting old you know yeah um, so and then i'm going to my dad because my my car is, sits up higher than my parents car my sister dro- is, arrived today. She is dry. Her her in-laws just brought her out, dropped her off and went, turned around and went back home. It was like a two hour each way drive. Wow. And um, my, my sister is going to drive my mom home. and My dad's going to get in my car and I'm going to drive him home. And then sp- I'll spend a few days there. Probably have to like mow their lawn, get him all settled. Make sure that we figure out like what his recovery routine is going to be. Right. Um, Cause like my mom doesn't even know how to change her oxygen tank. Right. So it's like, I got to make sure that she's pretty self sufficient when we get her home so that um, she doesn't have to rely on him getting up and doing things that she would normally just let him do. Right. So, yeah,
2: good times. Really? I know, seriously. (laughs) I'm thankful
3: that I'm able to do it, though. That's what I was going to say. She's been so appreciative. And, you know, she didn't want to admit it. Like she said, she couldn't, she wasn't eating. Like she was so nervous about him but she's she's being very dramatic about it so it's really funny last night she was like i mean i told the nurses this is the longest we've been apart and i was like that's not true (laughs) she goes what do you mean i was like mom like we went we spent a weekend at my cousin's wedding in south dakota and dad wasn't there and she was like oh yeah and i was like and there was that time he like had a work project in maryland and like basically like moved there for it she's like oh yeah (laughs) I'm oh, yeah. like, <laughs> you just want this to be dramatic.
2: She's like trying to make it all lady. romantic.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm this like yeah, she's totally romanticizing it.
2: it. That's like such a notebook moment, you know, like mm-hmm. how they like they go into the hospital together and all that stuff.
3: Well, I said to her it's because we were trying to figure out the schedule for today, and I was like, you might want to ask Dad if he wants you sitting in his hotel room for six hours. Like he might just want some space, lady. Like <laughs> God, listen, lady, listen, lady. <laughs> So. Oh, my
2: gosh. Well, you're a good son, and I'm really glad Thank that you can you. be there for them, and we're excited to get you back in Nashville when all of this has passed.
3: Yes. Hopefully sooner than later.
2: I was telling you before that you were telling me kind of what your update was going to be, and I was like, well, mine's about turkey hunting, which <laughs>
3: I mean, I was not expecting that.
2: Yeah. It's a little <laughs> bit of a different topic, a little bit of a shift of topic here, but yeah. So I, it's Turkey season here in Nashville. I don't know if you knew that, but, um, this is my new life. And <laughs> there you go. And <laughs> hey, you things- know what? We
3: are supporting our families. So we have that in common. Well, listen, you know? <laughs> so
2: that's exactly right. And I got to say, so, you know, I really have started to enjoy hunting seasons and, and for different reasons. I mean, listen, every weekend being taken up is a little frustrating because you're like, uh, we want to do something other you're than like, it's like
3: my weekend too. That yeah, babysit.
2: Exactly. So, it, and we don't do it like that, but like, you know, my boyfriend plans out every weekend right now because he is such a big hunter. He does deer season and Turkey season. So it's like, Oh my God, are you fucking kidding? We're going to another one right now. But I feel like in some ways, if I lean in, I'm like really starting to embrace this as, kind of one of the best dates we ever go on (laughs) it is so bizarre but it's like if i go out there with him and just sit in like a well this is we used to sit in the deer stand of this but like with turkey hunting we sit kind of just in a chair in the trees (laughs) it's so weird for me to even say this do you get
3: do you do you do anything sexual
2: (laughs) no And if you like to know,
3: you're, yeah, you're like, listen, well, oh, I could blow you.
2: Well, I cannot confirm or deny that that did not happen in a deer stand, okay?
3: Uh, you're like, this date's got to be fun for me, too, buddy. I'm not I know, I know.
2: My poor mom, she always listens. I don't I'll give her way too much information. You, but- hey,
3: you, you, he needs a t shirt that says, I, I took my girl hunting, and all I shot was a load. <laughs>
2: God, you better TM that. Oh time. my God.
3: TM. We could probably sell that to a lot of hunters. Oh
2: my God. Add that to the merch list. Are you serious? That's oh so good. How did God. you just pop that off?
3: I have no idea. You better
2: write it down before you forget. I'm writing it, it down right yeah. now. Okay. So anyway, we do, we go like with the turkey hunting this last weekend, it was so beautiful in Nashville. It's like seventies and sunny. It's perfect. Um, I put on my camo, we go sit in the trees and my, my, um, I mean, in our, in our chairs and it's like so interesting because you have to sit there and you have to be quiet. It's not like we're like able to just like full blown, have a conversation like you and I are, but right. we start whispering or like having conversations because like, we sat out there for probably like three hours and I cannot think of another situation where I could get him to just sit and talk about like there's no,
3: life. There's
2: no, TV. Yeah. there's no TV. There's no, I mean, we have our phones, but we really just don't pick them up for whatever reason. Um, we'll start like, you know, like we plan out schedule stuff, which is awesome. Cause it's like the other thing is we just, we have, we have no distractions, like you're saying. And it's like, we don't have to be at work. We don't have to whatever, or it's like, we get in these like real life conversations about our relationship or about intentions of, how we want to be better people. And like you, we really get into these deep conversations. So I'm like, Oh my God, do I like hunting now?
3: <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, the thing is, is like, I think that, um, cause I've never really been much of a hunter. My dad was a hunter and he tried to get me into it. And I'm too much of an animal lover. Like I shot yeah. two squirrels and I was so proud of myself. And then the next thing I knew, my parents were like, caught me like petting dead squirrels and crying. Like,
0: I'm so <laughs> sorry.
3: <laughs> like, I, I wanted to break my gun. I was like, I'm going to break my gun in hell. <laughs> um, so
2: tender hearted. I, I was it. so
3: tender hearted. <laughs> and, um, and the fact that I had to come out ever, like is such a joke, <laughs> but the, <laughs> the, um but I do think that like, that is one of the things that like people love about hunting is like, you're sort of left with your thoughts, totally. you know, like, You can't you can't be on the phone because what if a fucking deer goes by or in this case, a turkey like you have to be really present. And so the only thing you have is nature and your thoughts.
2: Which, and like, that's the other thing is the farm that he hunts on is beautiful, you know? And so like, when else do I take the time to sit by myself and enjoy nature, (laughs) you know, like those are the things that I think I realized during COVID because we had so much downtime and we would do stuff like this. And that's kind of how he even suckered me into it in the first place. But like, then I just started realizing like, this is actually really peaceful and really nice. And I really like it. And. Luckily, I've never seen him shoot something because I think that would kind of scar me. Um, I have, though, like I've gone and tracked a deer with him that a friend of ours shot. And so like I've seen the dead animals. He shot a turkey two days ago. And I I was going to ask if
3: he's gotten anything while you're there. he, He
2: got one. And so he shows up yesterday with it. And so. I will say this is the one point I wanted to make for whoever's listening or the people who are like coming at me on Instagram, which I'm just so over by the way. Like, get a life. Like, I just like can't. Well, yeah. Anyway, well, we'll, like, we'll get to that a little bit. We will get to that because there's there's a topic that we want to cover on that conversation. But so I posted about me being in camo and doing this like a couple I guess this was last weekend. And somebody was like, Oh, now you're just killing innocent animals. And like, okay. Okay. Maybe, but also we eat everything that he kills. Like literally we lived our whole winter living off of this deer meat that from his deer season and we put it in everything. We make deer tacos, deer spaghetti, deer sausage, like everything. I actually love deer meat now because it's a lot leaner and like just not as heavy as beef. And so unless you're a vegetarian, you're not doing anything different than we are. We're actually like, we know where this meat is coming from. It's not shoved full of like tons of chemicals and you know gross stuff kept in a
3: cage
2: kept in a cage like it's not inhumane at all it's outliving its life and like this is the circle of life in my opinion and i'm a meat eater so like as long as we're using it i don't really see an issue like well there's know.
3: also there, there i mean there's a reason why there are seasons of hunting too because there's exactly. the population control um and and for me like it's I obviously like personally have a problem with myself hunting because of the actual killing aspect of it. Like, right. I have a hard time doing that, but I am a meat eater, so it's like my I, my my uncle every every time he gets um, a deer, he gives my parents a ton of it. So yeah,
2: I mean, um, I can't say so I, I, I eat venison. An
3: but, I we, uh, most people eat turkey on Thanksgiving. Like where do they think that comes from?
2: I know this is where I was just like, okay. I mean, I, I didn't even write back. I think I deleted the comment cause I just got annoyed by it. But again, it's one of those things where it's like, I have to give my boyfriend this credit. He is so responsible with all of this. Like there, you know, everything he follows is totally based on the Tennessee protocol for how to do this. Like there, there's all these laws about hunting. Absolutely. You know, yeah. In humane way. And like, Anyway, he just follows everything and he's not like overkilling or killing on other people's properties or anything like that. And we eat everything, literally every single part of that, you know? And so I'm just like, I don't know. I just think it's sort of like to each his own. And if that's not for you, I totally understand. Like, I'm not forcing you to eat meat or anything, but like, get off my shit because I'm a meat eater.
3: Right. Well, um, my question Mm -hmm. about turkey hunting, like deer hunting, like I get the sort of like, Um, you never like, you kind of never know when a deer is going to show up or like walk through where you are. But like turkeys are migratory birds, like they go to the same places. So what is hunting turkey? Like, don't you just kind of know where the turkey are going to be and you go get them? Like,
2: no, I mean, they're around the property, but like, You know, and you'll start to identify, like, we start to be like, oh, there's that same one. There's that same gobbler or whatever. Like, first of all, who the fuck am I right now? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Gobbler. Oh, gobbler. And then I like, I can tell the difference between a gobbler and a hen and a Jake is like a teenage gobbler. Like, I just know all these things now that it's like, why "Why are they called a Jake? I don't know. That's like the teenage. It's like the young gobblers. And So he doesn't shoot the Jakes because that's just not what he does. Only the gobblers.
3: I'm enough. Yeah
2: you don't shoot the hens either. So yeah, it's really weird. But anyway, <laughs> fun Interesting. fact Interesting. guys. Gosh.
3: Anybody um, looking to get into turkey hunting, hit up Kelly me. on socials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got a
2: wealth of knowledge for you guys, but, um, what did you ask me? Oh, the turkey season. So it's like you do start to like notice them around the property, I guess, but you know, there's so many things happening. Like they get so easily spooked or like where he, he, hunts there's horses In nearby fields and so like if the horse neighs the wrong way the turkeys run off you know like there's all these factors that play into it um so yeah it's just really interesting it's actually like a fascinating thing to watch the whole thing it's just fascinating
3: i will tell you a turkey is not a very pretty bird they are like they're kind of scary looking
2: yeah. My favorite thing is watching them run off when they get spooked. Cause they look like chickens with their heads cut off. Like, blah, 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 right. blah, 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 you know?
3: <laughs> yeah. So funny. It's
2: so funny. Anyway, before I get in trouble with like PETA, I guess I should stop this conversation. But <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, so that's my update is I'm going to be out doing that again this weekend. Um, we have people coming in town to actually do it like families. This is like a whole thing. So we're all going to be. Now, now
3: you're, now you're running, um, Hunting tours.
2: I'm literally like a tour guide of a hunt of hunting season. <laughs> the hunting
3: lodge. You, yeah. we need to get you like a <laughs> a, a cute little lodge outfit.
2: Went hunting. What did you with say the, the shirt tag. was? Went hunting with my, took, with my, my late,
3: t- t- took my girl hunting and all I shot was a load.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's our new t- that's our new merch shirt for sure. Oh my
3: god. TMTM TM-
2: TM, Nobody can steal that one.
3: Yes. You all heard that here first for sure. Heard it here
2: first on the edge. Maybe, um, I'm
3: going to go, I'm going to Google it while we're on here, just to make sure no one else has been clever, more clever ca- than us.
2: I cannot believe someone hasn't thought of that yet, but maybe not. The fact that it just rolled off your tongue is what really, really got me. Let's
0: see.
3: I don't see where it's come up. The first thing that comes up is 12 mistakes men make when hunting with women.
2: <laughs> what, how, what are oh my God. they?
3: We, we need to research that and do a whole episode on it. Is it funny? Um, let me look real quick. Um, 12 mistakes men make. The next one is like hunting laws in Maine. Um, let's see. <laughs> Underestimating the importance of, of, of comfort.
2: Oh, yeah. Because guys also like guys are just so intense. I mean, he's like shitting in the woods early in the morning because he's got to get out there at like 4 a.m. I'm like, right? you could not pay me to shit in the woods just to be out there to hunt a turkey.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Number two, the the image of you shitting in the woods. It's
2: disgusting.
3: Disgusting. Um, Number two, behaving condescendingly because big girls do cry. Number three, this is also—it feels kind of a misogynistic all of these things a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, number three, not helping with shooting practice before the hunt—that makes sense. Um, f- number four, being crude or rude. This is number dumb. F- number five, not putting safety first. Um, this number six, showing lack of respect for the lives taken. Number mm-hmm. seven, pushing the shot. I don't even know what some of this stuff means, like we're <laughs> pushing the job. Number eight, not listening or communicating. There you go. I see.
2: So it sounds
3: like my someone's guy doing really something.
2: honest. Yeah.
3: Nine, not uh, displaying a lack of patience. Ten, treating the woman as if she's frail. Eleven, focusing only on the kill. And 12, underestimating the female hunter's capabilities. So mm-hmm. it's not terribly misogynistic, but some of that stuff is a little bit like it's being like kind of dumb. Yeah. Well, it looks like our t-shirt is not taken. So perfect. We'll start taking perfect. I'm, I'm
2: envisioning a camo t-shirt. Yes. Maybe a cute little cropped camo for the ladies.
3: Yeah. <laughs> or, we could make one for the ladies. Say, went hunting with my man, and all he shot was a load.
2: All he shot was his load. Yeah. <laughs> like first of all, down. what kind of classy girl is gonna wear that? I don't know, but <laughs> mad hey, respect if you're if you're I'll, ballsy enough to do it.
3: Well, you know what? I'm looking for non-classy ladies. <laughs>
2: That's your type. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so uh, the funny thing about the topic that we wanted to cover today is, the second we got on this Zoom call, I was gonna say clearly we're not gonna be using this video because look at me because I <laughs> <laughs> I just got straight out of the shower, my hair's air dried, no makeup on. Just it's like are, are rough... you wearing
3: your a boyfriend shirt?
2: Well, it's a boyfriend-style shirt, but it's technically my shirt. It's not. Okay. It well, he um, could wear that. He could, except it's pink. So, you know, I oh,
3: don't know. Okay. It looks a little... It's <laughs> it's funny because, on. I mean, it looks t- just like tan and brown and white.
2: Oh, yeah. Me. He could totally get away with it. But yeah. anyway, it made me think like, oh, yeah, I would probably never post this to socials because I look like shit. And... Um, you know you want to present your best foot forward like we talked about which is interesting though because it made me immediately think of the topic we wanted to talk about today which if you haven't heard about this Chloe Kardashian is all over the press today and i guess this was yesterday that this happened or two days ago because there was a situation where I, they always said to blame the assistant i don't really understand if that's what happened but somebody took an unedited photo of her in a bathing suit and posted it on her socials. And some of the lighting was weird, I guess, or whatever, for whatever reason, her body didn't look the way that she wanted it to, or that was um, indicative of how it actually looks. And so they try to get it removed from the internet, but there's been this whole wave of shit from people like commenting on her body and saying like, that her actual body is fake or the one we usually see is fake and um edited and what does it really look like and so chloe fired back today and you sent me this article do you want to take it from here
3: sure yeah i mean i've i found an article I, the funny thing is is like normally i feel like i would have tried to find the photo and i didn't <laughs> um,
2: i did which is interesting and i couldn't i can't find it
3: um yeah, I think they may have gotten it taken down. Um, but basically, she, there's an article on CNN that says that she's speaking out regarding the unedited photo. And um, you know she put out a statement on Instagram that um, I, I, there's so many, there's so much of it. Like, basically, what she did to sort of in retaliation was... She went live on Instagram and also put up some like, did like a, a, a carousel of videos and stories of herself in her underwear, completely unedited, unfiltered, um, just to sort of take it back, take back her ownership of her body. And then she put up uh, a message that said, Hey guys, this is me and my body unretouched and unfiltered. The photo that was posted this week is beautiful, but as someone who has struggled with body image her whole life, when someone takes a photo of you that isn't flattering and bad lighting, it doesn't capture your body the way it is after working so hard to get it to this point and then shares it to the world. You should have every right to ask for it to not be shared, regardless of who you are in truth of the pressure, constant ridicule and judgment my entire life to be perfect and to meet everyone's standards of how I should look has been too much to bear. Chloe is the fat sister. Chloe is the ugly sister. Mm-hmm. Her dad must not be the real dad because she looks so different. The only way she could have lost that weight must have been surgery. Should I go on? And she continues on the next slide. Oh, but who cares how she feels because she grew up in a life of privilege. She's also on a reality show. So she signed up Uh, for all of this. I'm of course not asking for sympathy, but I'm asking to be acknowledged for being human. I'm not perfect, but I promise you that I try every day to live my life as honestly as possible. And with empathy and kindness, it doesn't mean that I have not made mistakes but I'm not going to lie here. I'm, it's almost unbearable trying to live up to the impossible standards that the public have set all set for me for over a def- decade now in photos. Every single flaw and imperfection has been microanalyzed and made fun of to the smallest detail, and I'm reminded of I'm, I'm reminded of them each and every day. And when I take the criticism to use as motivation to get myself in the best shape of my life and to even help others with the same struggles, I'm told I could have I couldn't have done it through hard work, and I must have paid for it all. Mm. On the next slide, she says, "You never quite get used to being judged and pulled apart, and how about and told how unattractive one is." But I will say, if you hear anything enough, then you start to believe it. This is an example of how I've been conditioned to feel, and I'm not that I am not beautiful enough just being me. I love a good filter, good lighting, and an edit here and there. The same way I throw in some makeup, get my nails done, and. and wear a pair of heels to present myself to the world the way that I want to be seen. And that's exactly what I will continue to do unapologetically. My body, my image, and how I choose to look and what I want to share is my choice. It's not for anyone to decide or judge what is acceptable or not. For those of you who feel the constant pressure of not feeling perfect enough, I want you to know how, no, I see you and I understand. Every day I'm told by my family and my friends who love me that I am beautiful, but I know that it needs to It needs to be believed from within. We are all unique and perfect in our own way, whichever way one chooses to be seen. I have realized that we cannot continue to live life trying to fit into a perfect mold of what others have set out for us. Just do you, and make sure that your heart is happy. I I, am the first one to say, like I'm, you know, I could care less about the 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 Kardashian clan. Like I'm not a fan. I also don't like hate them. I do think that they're like they've caused problems in our world. Um, in terms of, like, social media and stuff. But, like, this one hit home for me. And it's so true. It's like, I don't care what you do for a job or how you put yourself out there. You, you, it's not licensed to be judged or made fun of. And, you know, it made, it made me think, like, I, I've struggled with my body image my whole life. And I know I'm a great person. And I know I'm special. And I know that there's beautiful things about me. But, like, I'll come home for Christmas and the first thing out of my dad's mouth is, wow, you've put on weight. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you think I don't know that I've put on weight? I need you to tell me that that it's happened? Go fuck yourself, dad. Like, that's exactly what I said to him because I I knew he was going to do it. And so I was prepared to do it. I was like, and it's like, you're not skinny either. So why are you saying that to me? And I think that's that's often what happens because I catch myself like making fun of people that I don't know and I'm not proud of it. So I'm going to do my best to like be better about it. But I, you know, it's like, I think a lot of times it comes from a place of pain. Like oh, we 100%. make fun of the things that we don't like about ourselves and people. Um, and, you know, the internet obviously has sort of exacerbated the problem because you can hide behind a keyboard and just make fun of people. And the, Chloe and her sisters and family live a very public life, a lot mm-hmm. of it online. So it's mm-hmm. like, they, they've like, they stepped into the Fox den, you know, it's like,
2: sure, sure. But I do. um, Okay. So one of my favorite things that she said in this whole post was, Oh, but who cares how she feels because she grew up in a life of privilege. She's also on a reality show. So she signed up for all of this. And I just really buy into that. I mean, I've had my own experiences with this, but I think that it it <clears throat> when I when all of that stuff was going on with me and being on the reality show and then getting annihilated by people like trolls who did not know what had happened at all, um, it made me realize how much people just think that because you put yourself out there or because you're on a show or you have an Instagram following or whatever it is, that you're just like free game. And it's like she calls it out and says like, I'm not asking for sympathy, but just like acknowledge the fact that like, I'm a fucking human. So like, right. I, even if I'm on a TV show and yes, that brings me uh positive stuff. And like, you know, maybe I have a life of privilege because I grew up with money or now I have even more and X, Y, and Z that doesn't take away from the human nature of all of us and the insecurities that we all have, no matter who you are. That is the thing that like, I realized the most was that people just assume if you are in the public eye in any capacity, or you have any sort of privilege that that kind of feeling shouldn't matter to you. And it feels terrible, no matter how famous, no matter how much money you have, like it just gets in your head, like she said. And that's, I think she just makes really, really great points here. And on a bigger scale, this is sort of what we've been talking about Realizing through COVID and all of the Black Lives Matters and white, you know, white privilege conversations coming up so much, just like all of us at the end of the day are being asked to level up and to really look at the humanness of everybody around us, ourselves, our friends, strangers, and just offer like compassion and grace versus just hate or assumptions, or judgment, or criticism. Because at the end of the day, like you said, it really is more about you if you're the one sitting there doing that kind of stuff.
3: A hundred percent. Yeah. And like, look, she mentioned bad lighting. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, for anyone out there listening who doesn't work in any sort of media job where a photograph or video is part of what they do, like literally the most important person on set is the person who does the lighting. Like, lighting makes a photograph. And if you want a bad photo, like, sit by the pool and use natural light because it's harsh. Oh, my God. It it shows every bump, every whatever. And I actually just found the photo while you were talking. And that's all it is. It's a photo of her standing by the pool in direct sunlight. So, like, you just see the nature of the skin of her body, which literally anyone it would be an unflattering photo for 100%. anybody.
2: I, you, honestly,
3: like, I think she looks great. Um, yeah.
2: It's just not how she would want herself presented to the world because of all the fucking hate she's gotten her entire life. Like she, she honestly, of all people, I feel like can't win because it's like, she has been called the ugly sister. She's been all of the stuff about having a different dad and like all of that stuff would be so hard. Well, then she does go do stuff like, Maybe she got a nose job or did something. I don't know. And and then people like get on her about that. So it's like, what do you guys want? Like you get on me because I look, you think I don't look pretty enough. Well, then I go do these things because I'm so insecure and I have to, you know, my job requires me to continue to put myself out there. And then all you do is annihilate me for the work that I've had done or how- The much... work that she's done.
3: You know, or, like... Yeah,
2: because I mean, I think she really did Kind of that whole revenge body thing, you know. Like, I think she really does work out and eat right and all of those things too. Well, there's there's
3: there's not a plastic surgeon on earth that can make a body make that sort of transformation. Like, yes, yeah, she might have had some stuff done, but like, she changed her body. Like,
2: totally. Abs,
3: the, you can't have fake abs. You just can't. Like, yes, can you paint them on and make them look a little different? Of course you can.
2: But those
3: are those are real abs. I think
2: all of those Kardashians have that surgery where they suck the fat out of their stomach and put it in their ass, and that's how their asses are so big. But I also think that they work out really hard. Like, yeah, we know people who've had that surgery, and like they don't look like this because they don't. It's like you got to actually do the work too. You can't just buy it all. But
3: right, right.
2: I just think I felt really like. Happy for her to speak out and like, like I look at this picture you just sent it to me. So yesterday, um, we were, or this is when we were still out at the farm. I didn't know anyone was around and I was laying out and I started doing yoga in the front yard because I was <laughs> I was trying to stretch because my back hurt. And so my boyfriend came up and he was like, "This is hilarious!" and starts taking pictures of me. Well, so yesterday. I had a friend over and he was showing them like kind of like laughing and I hadn't seen the pictures yet. And so he shows me and it's very similar to this. Like I thought, Oh, I looked a certain way probably in those pictures. Cause like I've been trying to work out really hard. And I mean, just like all I could see in the pictures because it's direct sunlight is cellulite all down the back of my thighs, you know, and I'm in in this place where I'm getting called lady and (laughs) I've been a little insecure about my age stuff happening right now. And so it hit me, I was like kind of depressed for like an hour because I'm like, damn, I just don't look like I used to look. But right. it sucks that we have to feel that way or that we wouldn't just appreciate our bodies for the amazing things that they are <laughs> and feel confident and beautiful no matter what.
3: Right, yeah. I mean, look, I, I think that um, <laughs> we, we also can't have a blanket ideal of what is beautiful yeah. um, because there are plenty of people that love short people there are plenty of people that love bigger people right. like who's to say like what is the ideal you know i do think that like obviously the fashion world and some of those places control that narrative a little bit more and i think it needs to be on them a bit to sort of level the playing field a bit you know and I, and i do think that there are there are plenty of like sort of plus size models who have like broken through the pact. And but you know, I, th- I still think that there is um, from the fashion world, there is an, a really unrealistic
2: sure.
1: um,
3: sort of uh, reality that they I portray. Think
2: that probably always existed, but everything feels so exacerbated since social media became such a big thing.
3: Right. Because nobody's putting up the bad photos of themselves. <sighs> And this I'm is not. case in point right here. Yeah. Like nobody does like,
2: why I mean, would you want the, to,
3: even on the dating sites? It's like, I mean, you only put up the best photos of yourself, right. which, which really kind of, you know, is not smart, especially if they're not realistic photos, because at a certain point, you're going to have to meet somebody in person and they're going to be like, wait a minute. I right. Think, um, so, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's wise just to like, it's, um, this is gonna sound a little probably easier said than done, but I think it's just like we have to like do our best to accept who we are and know our- ourselves in our hearts. Yes. and and trust that someone will see that through our dating profiles and what we put online and all that stuff. So versus trying to like create these unrealistic unrealistic expectations for ourselves.
2: If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off
1: and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout.
0: Your perfect home, sweet home.
2: Right. Well, I mean, I will say, like, this has been. It's in fact, this week has been on my mind because (laughs) this is so dumb. But after the lady conversation, you know, where that little teenage girl, that little teenage bitch, I should say,
3: (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm just kidding, called me
2: lady. I was like, what? I'm not a lady. You know, I'm like, I don't know what I think I am, but I just was like, I'm not a lady. Well, then we go. I went to work out this week and. Apparently, a friend of mine got a text from the instructor of the class we were in after the class saying, Who was the woman with you? And <laughs> I was like, oh, Woman, you know, now I'm like, you're a
3: woman.
2: I just literally, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman is how I feel. But I mean, I guess I am. I'm almost. I'm 39 in July. So it's like, I guess that is a woman, but I really, it like really hit me hard. And I just thought to myself, Oh my God, like uh, here I am thinking I'm like getting back into shape after coronavirus and like just really feeling better about myself. And all of these things really took a hit on me for some reason. Cause I think as women, there's so much pressure to feel young and beautiful and hot and all these things. And like, the truth is, we are all going to age at some point. Like, you cannot, that is the you, one you, thing. There is you one thing you stop. cannot
3: not do. Yeah.
2: Right. And so I said to a friend yesterday, like, I really, you know, started to go, oh my God, what do I need to do? Like, do I need to go get another laser treatment? Do I need some microneedling? Like, what, <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, oh my God, I need a spray tan immediately. Like, I was just like going through all these things in my head. And then I thought to myself, you know, what I really probably need to do is do some internal work. And like, why is this bothering me so much? Because at the end of the day, let's all be real. It's like, it's going to fade. But the hottest thing about any people, any person to me ever is their confidence. And so if you're
3: hundred percent,
2: if you're confident in your own skin, if you're appreciating yourself for who you are and your whole self and not just trying to, you know, present yourself to the world as this hot, like being that just fills our egos. Um, that's going to be the stuff that lasts. So no matter what situation you're in or whether or not you're in the public eye or whatever, I think that's like going to be my new goal. At least personally is just to feel really confident in my own skin because of who I am, not because of what I look like.
3: Right. I think that's a really important lesson. Um, we should, we should start like a, um, like an own your body day.
2: Ooh, or
3: the, I like that. Or the, the the Kardashian clan should do it where it's like everyone kind of does what Chloe did and just put yourself on display because the thing is is like I think that what most of us, a lot of people do, and I know I'm guilty of this, so I probably shouldn't speak for anybody but myself, but like you hide it, you know, and the second sure. thing you can say, I mean, just like when I admitted to shitting my pants, like <laughs> It's like the second that you speak that sort of truth, it's like any shame or whatever that comes along with it, like it goes off the door because you've owned that truth. Yeah. So like, there's, there's nothing more powerful than I think like being like, you know, here I am, here's my body on display. Like it is what it is. Like, and because then the second that you start to love your body, then people can't use it as a weapon against you. Um, right. Yeah, so maybe we should we should name a day and start a revolution. Um, like, you <laughs> no know what's funny? You know it's funny because you know I was probably guilty of this as a kid, like the the like the overweight kids that like get in the pool in their sweat swim- in their t shirt and then yeah. they come out and they're basically like, you look you gotta look fatter because Can you like you're see just, like, your belly this, like, button
2: through the t shirt, oh, yeah, yeah. And, like it looks
3: huge and right. you know so it's like and it's like it's always you know I'm like I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm like if I'm at the beach or the pool, my shirt's coming off, like, because no, it's not a secret that I need to lose weight. Like I know it. Everyone around me knows it. It's fine. Like, and I'm fine with that. But it's, I always find it really interesting when there's like an adult with his shirt on at uh-huh, the pool, uh-huh. you know, I'm like, God, like what kind of trauma is this person still dealing with? Um, well, we all to, have our, go ahead. Sorry. Well, cause to, to me, like to your point about confidence, like for me, it's like, you're still the big guy in the room. So it's like either own that and be confident about it or leave your shirt on and get in the pool. And like, then you're sort of wearing your shame so publicly.
2: Yeah. Well, Um, Oh, sorry. I I was just going to say, I hate when we have to do these zooms just for this reason, (laughs) but I was just going to say, I think like, you know, Chloe addresses it and you're addressing it in a way of, um, feeling like overweight or, you know, maybe not in your best shape ever, or whatever it is, but it can go for anything. Cause like I deal with it and uh, there's going to be people, be people listening who are like, Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. You're so skinny, but go get on my Instagram and look at my captions and look at the people shaming me for being so skinny. And like, I've just always been skinny by the way, like legit was born long and skinny And um, I used to have to be on weight gain like when I was in high school because I was so active. So it's a different issue though. I've been insecure about that in my lifetime because it's like really gangly looking and awkward. And like the other part that, you know, I've really had to own about myself is like, I have really small boobs. They're great. Like I love them. I can wear whatever I want. I even like the shape of them, all of it, but I've had to really like mentally there are days and especially like in bathing suits and stuff where I'm sitting next to, you know, a lot of our friends have like gigantic boobs. (laughs) And I'm just like, Oh my fucking God, I feel like a teenage boy. And like, you know, these are like real women and they just, it just like, there's a part of me that I think has always felt like inadequate for that. But I've also really tried to give myself talk a positive spin because like I wouldn't be able to dress the way that I dress or the, you know, the feel the way that I feel, in clothes, if I had big boobs. And so there's pluses and minuses to everything. But like, I think what you're saying about embracing your shape and your body, no matter what it looks like, that's going to be the key because, you know, everyone has their shit, I guess is my point.
3: Right. Yeah. I mean, that's like, well, I have have a a friend that like, wouldn't, um, well, I've never seen him in shorts and I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I don't know if he huh. like has a weird leg. I don't know, but it's like something we just don't talk about. Like literally, at the pool, uh, wears jeans at the beach, wow. wears jeans, or wouldn't go to, or wouldn't go to the beach um, with right. friends. So Which that's um, so
2: sad to not even be able to live your life because of a insecurity about your body. You know, like, right? I just hate that right. for anybody. So yeah. Anyway, I'm glad Chloe clapped back the way she did. I thought it was very um, to the point. But, like, it wasn't crude or mean or, like, it was exactly the right amount of sass to really get her point across. And she nailed the points, too. It was just smart. It was very well smart.
3: done. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Um, okay. So, I want to jump into a couple listener feedback things and questions. But I'm still getting I, like literally every week, I get multiple things about Sledapalooza and people are just like, "This is so for Chip." But uh-huh. <laughs> this was a meme that said, "This lady on the plane said, vaxxed and wax, baby. I'm ready for some action on this trip.'" Uh-huh. And that <laughs> that should be everyone's vibe this summer.
3: Vax and wax would be a funny T-shirt. <laughs> That's actually
2: okay. Add it to the list. Vaxed oh, and wax. I mean,
3: and waxed.
2: how good is that? I died. I thought it was so funny. Um, so this girl Harmony wrote in about what we were talking about on our ending. And she said, Hey, Kelly, I was thinking about a sign off for the edge episodes. What about just stay edgy or keep it edgy? Do we have thoughts?
3: Uh, yeah. Um, keep it edgy.
2: Well, why don't we practice them today and see how it goes? Okay. Okay. <laughs> That always goes so well for us, you know, (laughs) Uh, Uh, all right, I'm going to read this email and they asked to keep it anonymous, but you did make a call last week for, um, slut of the week stories. And I really can't, I just can't fully get on board with that name. So if you guys have any other ideas for that, like, or how do we like make this an empowering thing that we're not just encouraging I don't know, crude, slutty behavior. I don't know. (laughs) I just love the stories, though. I do think they're so funny, but there's something that's not sitting right for me.
3: Well, I think it needs to be like, that's why I said like proud slut of the week, you know, because it's like you're owning
2: it. Yeah. I guess I have such Um, a bad negative connotation with uh, the word slut in my head.
3: Yeah, well, that's know. what we're trying to—that's what we're trying to change. We're taking trying that word back.
2: change, starting another revolution. Gosh, there we're we so go. busy. We're so busy. We have so much to do. Okay. Changing in the
3: world, one so-
2: at a time. <laughs> Um, okay, so this comes from "quote unquote anonymous" and she said, "After I got divorced from my first husband, I moved away half across the country for a job and had the best year of my life. Nothing was holding me back from finding my mojo, and I could write you pages and pages of stories of my Следофелуза of 2003."
3: Good for Here- her.
2: <laughs> Here is one of the tops. There was a club my friends and I went to all all the time. One night there was the guy I was flirting with across the room all night as we were walking out of the bar at oh, I'm sorry. Gosh. <laughs> Here we go. As we were walking out at bar close, I saw he went into the bathroom by the exit. I walked up to one of the bouncers, asked for a paper and pen to write my number on. I then took the number, walked into the bathroom where he was finishing up at the urinal, buttoning his pants back up, not still peeing, LOL. And I planted a kiss on him, left my number in his pocket and walked out. Before I even oh, got home I know before I even got home, I had multiple text messages from him asking to please come over Text messages turned into him calling me, having a quick conversation and me jumping into a taxi at 3 a.m to head to his house. never talked to him again after I left his house later that morning, but it's the one that is stuck on my mind
3: That is amazing How
2: ballsy is that That is
3: ballsy like that to me isn't slutty. that is ballsy.
2: She knew what she wanted and she just went for it.
3: Yeah. And I think that like, I mean, honestly, I feel like guys respond to that. You know, like for sure. You can't, you kind of have to just go there with guys.
2: Well, I think it depends on what you want, but she was pretty clear that she was in a, like a sledapalooza phase. So like, I mean, how fun does that sound? That sounds so fun. <laughs>
3: sounds amazing.
2: I can't wait to hear stories like that from you. Oh, my God. Well, you're going to you bust into and give someone I was hoping number? to be
3: a little slutty while I was in Charlottesville this week in a hotel, but, you know, I'm sharing the room with my mom, so that made yeah, it difficult.
2: Like, how are you going to go out? You're going to be like, hey, you want to come back to my room? My mom's already sleeping.
3: Mom's passed out. She sleeps real heavy.
2: <laughs> don't worry about our oxygen tank, Kay.
3: <laughs> yeah, don't don't trip over the cord. <laughs> don't, there's tubes like, everywhere.
2: And there's dogs. I mean, like, uh, baby, yeah. not going to be. This start is not, a Yeah, it
3: is definitely the, the least sexy situation ever.
2: <laughs> okay, well, we'll work on your start. I don't think it's happening this week, but I feel like it's soon. I really it's, do. It's
3: coming. It's coming. Is coming.
2: It's coming. Yeah, it is, it? is
0: coming. <laughs>
2: All right, well, that's all we have for you guys this week. Give us your feedback at, at casual at velvetdesk.com. Still, we will change the email at some point. I mean, maybe this should just be the ongoing joke, though, is that we are literally the slowest people to get shit done, like, ever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 hey, we're looking at blanks. We got an email today about the with some new store. blanks for yeah, T-shirts. It, yeah.
2: Actually, it wasn't our fault. The wholesaler's site has been down. So, yeah. I mean, maybe the other... Two weeks of not doing it are my fault. But listen, <laughs> it's I'm, fine. I'm honestly still trying to get back into work, but I don't remember how to work long days. It's like, so it throws me so bad if I have to work. It's, really like you're just daydreaming.
3: Hours. All that daydreaming about Turkey hunting. You're just like sitting around about, being like, can't wait about, to be back on the range. You know, it's,
1: it's how am I going to make it blow load this
2: week? <laughs> powerful That's, tool in my hands. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, we're not talking about a gun people okay
3: (laughs) oh i was
2: i'm not (laughs) (laughs) and on that note
0: note. (laughs) keep it edgy you
2: guys still uh keep it edgy or okay do we actually kind of like keep it edgy but i was let me just try this too
3: and And always remember
2: okay wait (laughs) are you going or am i going
3: you, I think we should like we used to say and always remember to I, act so casual always, and I'll do I'll I'll say keep it edgy or stay edgy
2: Okay I'll go so I say and always remember
3: stay edgy
2: You sucked on that one. that was well, terrible you know,
3: I feel I I feel like we, we want to be like li- live it live it on the edge But if it's live, live it, on,
2: it on the edge live end? life how about live life on the edge? That feels like live laugh love to me.
3: Oh my god. Oh, this is my literally my favorite.
2: <laughs> I can't. Live That's laugh like, edge. Live it's so dumb. That is so dumb. I'm embarrassed. We can't. Li- no.
3: Live it on live live it on the edge. Act casual. No, that's too confusing. Live life on the edge.
2: Listen, I know you don't want to do this, but you're going to have to let go of that about How about about
3: stay edgy bitches?
2: Stay edgy (laughs) bitches. I don't know. Stay edgy, <laughs>
3: motherfuckers.
2: Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't be driving uh, your kids to school and listen to that.
2: Yeah, right. Exactly. I wish you guys could see what I'm seeing right now too. Maybe I will have to use this video just for this. the Chip is like leaned back in this chair. There's this huge like dead fish it's, on the wall.
1: <laughs> it well,
3: it's not a real dead fish. It's a wahoo. Just so y'all know, uh-huh. uh, w- the wahoo is what at you. I'm in Charlottesville, which is the home of University of Virginia. And the, the mascot for the sports team is the Cavaliers. But the fans are called the Wahoos. And the Wahoos, which that's a Wahoo, um, they are a fish that can drink twice their weight in water. So, <laughs> oh yeah. So, they, they, mean, it's, it's the, the fans are Wahoos because you get drunk as shit at UVA before. Okay, I was going
2: to say, does that have to do with alcohol intake?
3: Yes. We drink twice our weight in alcohol. Hmm. These fish drink twice their weight in water.
2: Interesting. Well, yeah. thank you for that educational lesson. I feel like we've all learned a lot here today. Well, we've learned about edge. turkeys
3: and deer and now what?
2: Blowing your load, blowing and, your load.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and on that note, always remember
3: stay edgy, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe we just say y'all stay ed- edgy, y'all. Or is that too country?
2: I like keep it edgy, y'all.
3: Keep it edgy, bitches.
2: I mean, I like you saying bitches in that deep, raspy voice. Bitches. It reminds me of a, um, like a waitress at, I'm sorry, a server at Waffle House or something that smokes like 800 cigarettes
3: Yeah. A day. What do you want, bitches?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like 3 a.m. and she's like, ugh, oh, keep it edgy, bitches. <laughs>
3: <laughs> bitches. Thanks for the tip, bitches. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, well so for now, let's go with Keep It Edgy Bitches. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. yes. On the count of three. One, two, three. Always remember.
3: Keep it edgy, bitches.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>